host, Maria Scruggs here, happy to be with you today. Welcome to the Recovery Voice Podcast. Last episode, among other things, I talked about exercising the muscles of self-discipline, self-control, and hope. Have you tried to exercise them? Today, I want to focus on hope. I know, last episode, I talked about some things that helped me build hope. Some of these included acknowledging my strengths, cultivating supportive relationships, engaging in recreation and other pleasurable activities, volunteering, getting out of my comfort zone in a variety of situations, keeping track of my thoughts and feelings in a journal, keeping a gratitude journal, and taking care of myself in general. We're going to delve into those today. They seem like a lot, but I will try to keep it short and informative. Acknowledging my strengths. I remember talking about my strengths with one of my therapists. She would ask me, what are your strengths? And I would be like, I don't know. I don't have any. I am a failure. She would then suggest some strengths that she had seen in me during group or over the course of therapy sessions, and I would invariably try to shut the suggestions down. But we worked through it. As I recall, my first set of strengths was I can cook without getting everybody sick, and I am a very stubborn person for better or worse. She insisted that being stubborn had negative connotations and that I should look for a better word. We settled on perseverance, which to date, in my opinion, has been my greatest asset in my recovery. Anyway, this story is to illustrate that coming up with your own strengths can be hard. Just for the record, I can still cook without getting everybody sick, and thankfully, I was able to come up with many other strengths as therapy continued. For others, coming up with strengths can be a lot easier. If this is you, kudos and congratulations. Just because it was difficult for me doesn't mean it has to be difficult for you. However, if it is difficult for you, it's okay. Just be honest with yourself. You will find out that you do have strengths. Cultivating supportive relationships. Man, this was a tough one for me. I had, a, I had very little hope that I could make friends. Part of the reason I felt so sad and hopeless was that it felt like all my friends had turned away from me. And some did. Not everyone is meant to stay in our lives forever, but some didn't. So at the beginning, I relied on those friends that didn't turn away that I knew had my back. Then I ventured out to meet new people. My best tool was meetup.com. I joined the local moms group, a local social group based on my age, a local activity group, and some crafting and technology groups as crafting and technology have been some of my interests. Most new people I met didn't become my friends, but some did, and they still are good friends I can rely on. Engaging in recreation and other pleasurable activities. Not only did I use meetup.com to meet new people who have similar interests, I also use it to go out and do things with others. I have been hiking, karaokeing, is that a word? shopping, to seminars, to play board games and card games, on a party boat cruise, to make a vision board, to create crafty things, go on crafty retreats, etc. Also, as a veteran, I made use of the recreation therapy services at the VA. Every hospital has different programs, but I recommend you ask for a consult for recreation therapy. If you're not a veteran, I am sure your mental health facility has something similar. Just ask. And if they don't have it, you can brainstorm with your therapist or doctor over some activities and or, and or community programs available in your area. Volunteering. 
I decided to volunteer with charities that mean something to me. Ending hunger, helping other veterans, volunteering at a women's domestic violence shelter, and volunteering at a church. All these opportunities to volunteer provided me with a chance to meet new people, engage in activities, getting out of my comfort zone, and most importantly, importantly, helping others in need. It gave me an opportunity to get out of my head and impact other people's lives positively, which is not which not only helped me build hope, it also helped me increase my happiness. Getting out of my comfort zone in a variety of situations. Let me tell you, that party boat cruise I talked about that I went on, it was totally out of my comfort zone. But I went with a friend who likes that kind of thing, so it felt safe to go. I discovered it really isn't for me, but it stretched me a little bit. I am no longer super scared of big, raucous parties. Meeting new people as an introvert can be challenging, but I have met and continue to meet new people by getting out of my comfort zone. The nice thing about getting out of the comfort zone is that the more you do it, the easier it becomes, the more comfortable you become in new situations. Keeping track of my thoughts and feelings in a journal. This was huge. I found it a little annoying at first, but I gave it a chance. Keeping track of my thoughts and feelings allowed me to bring up good topics with my therapist and also allowed me to see how much I have come along over time. By tracking thoughts and feelings, I was able to identify the negative self-talk that I need to challenge. I also figured out that my self-esteem needed a huge boost. Keeping a gratitude journal. This has been very important because it makes me focus on the positive of my day, no matter how small. And over time, it has changed my outlook on life. I am no longer all about the gloom and doom, and I am much more appreciative of others and of the good things I have on a daily basis. Taking care of myself in general. This one is almost self-explanatory. But how to take care of yourself in general? These are things that are going to help your mental health as well as your physical health and overall well-being. Keep a balanced, nutritious diet. Drink enough water every day. Exercise vigorously for half an hour every day. Keep up with self-hygiene. Get adequate rest and enough sleep. Take all medications as prescribed. Follow up with your doctor and therapy appointments. Manage your stress. I know it sounds like a lot, but chances are you are already doing some of these. I know that on days that I didn't even want to get out of bed, all these things seemed insurmountable. But you can get yourself to do at least one thing. You can add and we'll start feeling better, but you gotta take the first step. I was reading an article the other day that I should have bookmarked so that I can cite it properly, but I didn't and Google isn't my friend as I am prepping my notes for the podcast. It's said that hope affects our ability to heal. In this study, hopeful patients had better health outcomes than those without hope. Just think of that. Hope really has a positive effect in getting better from our ailments. Questions? Comments? Be sure to go over to the Recovery Voice Podcast website at www.recoveryvoicepodcast.com slash podcast. Invite a friend or a relative to listen in. Be sure to follow me on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you can find podcasts online. 
Also, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at recovery underscore voice. That's recovery underscore voice. Did you find value in this podcast? Help support this podcast at www.recoveryvoicepodcast.com slash support and buy me a cup of tea to keep going. That's www.recoveryvoicepodcast.com slash support and you will find the button to donate to keep this podcast going. Thank you so much for listening and see you next time. Thank you.